0: that appear from cameras throughout our city.
1: We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage
0: war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 We did not authorize.
1: And we are live! Happy Memorial Day to you, if that is indeed possible. It's 2004. It is technically May 31st, and it is straight up 11 o'clock in the nation's capital. And the hideout is here for you live. I am El Jefe, that is J Dubs. So good to talk to you. We've been gone for so long, it feels like a Saturday night show. It feels like the old days, it, and it doesn't even feel like the old days of the seven to eleven Saturday night show. No, it?
2: it feels like you know when we're coming on after NASCAR radio. Exactly, it feels
1: like the old days when Spoon was still around. So uh, <laughs> we got so much, we got so much slated for you this week. And, uh, again, seriously, very happy to be here with you. In fact, we also have prizes to give away, so stay tuned for that. Per usual, we will be doing the Whose Weekend Was It game, in which we will recap our weekends and give you the chance to win prizes, including a Girls Gone Wild DVD, The America Uncovered with Doug Stanhope, co-host of The Man Show. To order your Girls Gone Wild America Uncovered, call 1-800-291-4402 or visit Wild.com. Dot com. We'll also have some of the packs where we put the, the music together and the hats together from Girls Gone Wild and uh, some of the other fun stuff that we have for you as well. We'll probably get to that here in a few minutes. A couple of guests lined up for this week, J-Dubs. Very interesting ones as well. Um, we will uh, check in again with Karen from WomenAgainstBush.org.
2: Is she coming in this time or is she just going to call
1: again? You know what, let's chat with Tommy. We'll see what's going on. We're gonna. They have an event coming up on Tuesday.
2: It really annoys, or Thursday, I believe. It really annoys me when people are in town and they still don't want to come in. They just want to call. Yeah, when they just you know. they, they can't show up in the hideout.
1: Yeah. I mean, come on, we're doing you a favor. We're pushing your thing. You can't come in here for a little bit. Like some eye candy or something. Like um, Alexandra Robbins, who was in the yeah. area. Uh, the chick from last week, Julia Bauer, yeah. who was in the area. Notice it's always the hot chicks that turn down the uh, invitations into the hideout. We call the boys from rearview, too. They'll they'll be in here with no problem. Yeah. They're, they're always able to make it into the hideout. Rearview2.com. Yes. Again, another link you will find on the web page, RadioHideout.com. Uh, you'll go there and get all of the pertinent information, including our uh, our instant messenger JFK Hideout. Use the AOL for broadband for that. Also the email JFKHi at aol dot com. I actually got a couple of interesting emails that I want to share with you, Dub. Mm-hmm. And of course the phone number
2: 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969.
1: And I want to remind you too that the karaoke contests continue as you had um, five opportunities to get qualified to go into the finals so that you can win a trip 4-2 to Mazatlan, Mexico, including airfare, hotel accommodations. Um, JB, I believe his name was, was the first qualifier at the Champs of Pentagon City. This week, Maryland, we're bringing it to you. So Thursday from 8 to 9 o'clock, I'm going to be at the JJ Muldoons in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Um, you can go to RadioHideout.com. We've got the address for you. We've got the phone number for you. I know a couple of people on the uh, forum section have said they're going to get together, bring
2: your friends out, and try to get qualified for this trip, round fair, Mazalan, Mexico. So if you uh, go out to J.J. Muldoon's in uh, Gaithersburg, is it? Yep. Um, you guys are going to have a bunch of people singing, and the best one is going to go to the finals. The top one will go to the finals. There will also be a runner-up. Okay. Just in
1: case that person can't make it to the allotted date, then that person will get to move into the finals. Very good. So, uh, and actually, the one at Champs at the Pentagon City was a blast. It's just, uh, there's something about karaoke. I think the thing about karaoke, Dubs, is everybody wants to be a rock star. And a lot of times, I noticed, too, at the Champs, it took pot people a little while to get going. Because oh, yeah. I don't think they were drunk enough yet.
2: Oh, yeah. It definitely takes a, a certain degree of alcohol for you to get up in front of people and do something you know you're probably going to be bad at, which is uh, singing.
1: But you know what I have found the secret was? Uh, JB, and I, I, I hope that was his name. I can't remember what, what his name was. But he was a black man who sang barth brooks i got friends in low places so have a gimmick and it will have a gimmick the other thing too is that country music seems to be the big thing that people can get out and sing and it sounds a lot like you know what i mean like you can get out there and sing some country music and actually maybe sound like alan jackson or or out of george Strait or something like that
2: so that might be the easier way to go where you won't hack it as bad I think so, because it was
1: this one cat that got up the last time with the champs and was trying to try to do the Goo Goo Dolls slide, and that's just that's a tough one. And not to say that it has this amazing vocal range. It's, it's just, just a hard one to keep up with. But sometimes. there are a couple of notes that you have to do to maybe be able to hit the slide. And then also, too, who knew that uh, No Doubt's Rock Steady uh was so hard to do which one's rock steady
2: um oh no hey baby hey oh. baby
1: hey baby hey that one and it turns out i guess that was a tough one to do as well but you know keep all of that in
3: mind i don't think that'd
2: be that bad home
3: oh. hey baby hey baby hey hey baby well, hey then, baby and the girl say girls say girls say See, but, hey baby hey baby hey I'm pretty good at that. I think I can I can
1: pull it off. All right, you already are ahead of the curve with that chick. <laughs> so anyway, keep that in mind. Coming up Thursday night, we'll hit you more with it. Uh, that's the JJ J. Muldoon's in Gaithersburg, Maryland. So uh, we'll get to that as well. Uh, Dubs, first of all, allow me to say again, like we like we talked about, Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, I hope everybody out there realizes that Memorial Day is more than a three-day weekend. And the reason I say that is because I was hanging out here doing a little work before the show, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go up to, to I called in an order to Chili's, uh, which, by the way, this to-go curb service yeah. is beautiful. You just call them up, and you can get whatever you want, and you pay for it, and you walk out, and it's fresh, and it's good. And by the way, that's not even a commercial. I just, I just recently discovered that it's so much better than going and picking up some hack. I got the, uh, the, the chicken crispers, mm-hmm. so life is beautiful. But I'm driving in over there. And apparently, the Big O and Douche show, were, they were doing, filling in for whoever the night guy is. Oh, really? At, over at uh, HFS. And I heard uh, Big Douche, which whatever one of them, maybe it was... maybe They was, both sound the same. And maybe it was dupes, Douche, who was like, yeah, it was a crappy Memorial Day weekend. Hey, look, I got respect for whoever would take a bullet for the country, but the weather was crappy. And I... I sat there for a second, and I was like, is this guy being a shock jock? Is this something that you would actually say? Is that- I mean,
2: I guess it's not that bad. He's just talking about the weather. You know, he's just saying, you know, Memorial Day weekend's usually a great time, but the weather kind of put a drought on it. I don't know. I don't know. You know me. I'm not the kind of guy to get real offended. Not to say that I was specifically offended by that point. Well, if you're... I'm offended by his voice whenever I turn on him.
1: I'm offended by that show and their mommy. But but my point was is that I wonder if a lot of people look at it like that. I wonder if a lot of people look at it like, hey, it's a three-day weekend, not, wow, I'm going to stop, take a look back, and realize that if it weren't for all of these people serving... I'd be at work right now. <laughs>
2: Okay. I guess that's one way to look at I it. I mean, if you're if you're gonna look at it as a three day weekend, at least I acknowledge who's giving it to you, you know? I mean, I don't know. I just it seemed
1: really, really weird to to bitch about the weather when people have when people have
2: died to, to, for this country, you know what I'm saying? I, I was listening to that station on my way home on uh on Friday. And they had a little uh, liner going on for their big uh, weekend. I forget. it's like songs of the 80s and 90s on uh, Memorial Day weekend. Right. And uh, they, were, they were just talking about all the bad things that were going on, uh, the gas prices, all these different things. And then they throw out, and your grandpa wants to come visit for the World War II Memorial, like real cheesy and uh, almost making fun of it.
1: Is there no more respect? I mean, are we seriously to the point where we don't even respect a holiday in which
2: Americans gave their lives? Or you don't respect someone's grandpa who wants to come into town, who served maybe in World War II and wants to see the memorial. I don't know. I mean, if you were a visitor in this town and you heard that, you know, when when that's what you came down here to see, how offended would you be?
1: I, and that's what I'm. I mean, I understand you're trying to carve out an inch as a radio station, and it isn't even specifically about that station. No, it, although
2: there's a lot wrong with it. But well, that 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 specific thing I had a beef with that station about because I didn't hear anybody else taking a shot at the World War II Memorial. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing: we're a couple of young dudes. I mean, I'm 26
1: dubs you're what 23 24 we're we're basically in their demographic exactly and even we're like a little weirded at uh, about that whole thing and so i was just saying about this memorial day man i mean take the time even if it's not memorial day but think a veteran you know go look at the memorials
2: put on to get in here so i can uh
1: thank you (laughs) and um you know maybe donate uh, to some families or support the the volunteers of america or something like that But do something to kind of give back and say thank you. Punani, are you... No, no,
2: no, no. (laughs) Back off. No, back off.
1: I don't you know that you already weirded him out, Punani, when you forced the man kiss on him when it was New Year's? Hey, let me ask you something, though. Seriously, Punani? Mm -hmm. There's another mic over there, dumbass. You don't have to share with dubs. I know you want to get... I, I want to be close. Shut up. Get over there. But let me ask you this as you waddle your fat ass around. Thank you for your service, Panani. Yeah, thank you, Panani. Were you in the service? Were you in You were yeah. in the... What were you? Yeah, I was, um, I was active duty uh, for four years, and I was in the reserves for another 12. Okay. Yeah. Now, hey, is there a difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? Is that, are they two different holidays? Well, memori- yeah. yeah, Memorial Day was specifically set aside to recognize people who've died for the country and all that. Veterans Day is for guys like me. I mean, I never I never got shot at. I mean, mm-hmm. And that's just a more specific day for guys who are serving. Okay. All right. I just wanted to see if there was a difference. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Uh, somebody brings this up on the AOL for broadband instant messenger. Short of waving a few flags post-9-11, patriotism has been at an all-time low. Yeah. you have to believe with. Do you believe that, man? Yeah, definitely. Do you think that now... I'll tell you one of the most disturbing things that I ever saw. It was after 9-11. Yeah. Maybe about nine months or so afterward. Mm -hmm. Living in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I go over to the Kroger, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, That's like the giant. that's That's the food store, the grocery store. So I'm in there. I'm buying my groceries. You went Krogering. And there was a little table. And on that table, right there... It was all of the American flags, the shirts, the hats, 75% off. All of the stuff they hadn't sold yet, sitting right there, patriotism, America, on sale, 75% off. And to me, that was one of the most offensive things that I could have ever seen in my goddamn life.
2: Um, right after 9-11, like a week after, uh, the the gas station I was working at, I was working at the pizza place inside the gas station. The owner of the gas station decided to do, like, the 9-11 shirts and everything, and he decided to mark them up a little bit, and all of us got real pissed, so he decided to uh, actually take a hit, hit on it and eat a dollar on each one. So he did a good thing, but he tried to uh, uh, like mark them up four or five bucks a piece. Oh, remember our radio station? Yeah. Our radio station, right after
1: 9-11, took one of the quotes from the president, slapped it on the back of a shirt, put an American flag, God bless America, under the front of the shirt, and then put our station
2: logos on the shirt. On the back, all around the president's quote. There was a circle of them, and then sold the shirts for like twenty bucks. We sold them for ten bucks, and we said all the proceeds, not to the hold them mo- up. All the money, all the proceeds went to the American Red Cross.
1: Ah, it just, you see all this, and I, I guess America's based kind on of capitalism, and you got to make money, and this and that. But goddamn, people ate them up too. Oh yeah, we had it, we had like three prints. I mean, we the first one sold out so fast, and you keep going around and around. Derek, you're in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK.
3: What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Um, well, first things first, you guys say people don't respect these veterans and the Memorial Day and all that stuff, but how can you expect them to respect the people that fought for this country if they don't respect the country in the first place?
2: What's I guess that that's what we're all leading around to right now, just not even respecting the people. They don't even respect the country anymore. You really think it's to that point? I, I think it's getting I mean, to that point
3: you got killings, you got bank robberies, you got rapers out there, and you're going to expect them to honor these people for defending, them, defending this country?
2: That, that, that's happened in every country from the beginning of time.
3: I understand that, but we are also, I, I don't want to sit here and brag, but quote, the most powerful country in the world. But how can we be the most powerful if we can't control what's going on at home?
2: <laughs> You're never going to be able to completely... If you completely controlled everybody, it'd be communism. Yeah, exactly. I'm
3: not, I'm not talking about control by force. I'm talking about control by loyalty, by, by honor, by the stuff that they fought for.
1: I, and I, I can see that. I can see your point. j JW, you bring up the good, the valid counterpoints, but I think at the same time we do have to examine what's going on here you know, before we start, you know, casting all these expressions. My,
3: my grandfather was in the front lines of two major battles in World War II. Mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect for him because he put his body and his life on the line so that I could grow up in a free country. Yep, there you go. On Memorial that. Day, I always respect people, and I always give my thanks to the American flag I have one I have two or three waving in my room right
2: now let me ask you something though were you mad a little drafty in there how
1: they're waving in your room hey, let me ask you though Was were you mad were you mad because the weather was crappy though
3: I could care less. exactly that's you what I'm what? trying to say the weather is a huge symbol that it's a dreary day, it's raining, because we are supposed to honor these people who gave their lives.
1: Hey, that's actually a great point. And that, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. It's not about you and your goddamn barbecue. Thank you, Derek.
3: Exactly. I have not been on a vacation on Memorial Day weekend in as long as I can remember. Thanks, I'm- brother.
1: Uh, sorry about that. we got people that want to get
2: in. Again, by the way, we are live tonight, so the phone lines are open. You can get through. 866-277-4969, 866 two seven seven four nine six nine.
1: Taking away from um making people bob for apples and doing stuff for iPods and just kinda of reflecting a little bit on the good good old US of A here in the hideout. Uh, feel free to be yourself. Laura, you're on WJFK. Please turn down your radio. What's going on?
3: Um, hi. I was just calling because I wanted to say that a lot of times some of the people who aren't as patriotic as the rest of us, um, I think it has to do with the fact that they have not traveled overseas to see
0: how other countries, you know, live. And therefore, they take what we have here for granted.
1: You know, I'm going to say that you dubs. I don't know if you've ever traveled the country, Canada. Um, all right, that doesn't exactly. I mean, travel the world. But I, I as a kid, got to, got had the privilege of going overseas, going to London, France, Italy. And I swear, Laura's right. If you ever have been to anywhere, let's just say, not even Mexico and Canada, but overseas to see how things really are you have this greater appreciation for america that you could just never really get if you don't travel. and a lot of times with the things the way things are going now, i wouldn't travel. i don't plan on traveling anymore.
2: i don't see the point of traveling really. really? you know, i don't see the point of going overseas. what am i going to do over there? you get to experience something. experience what? Well, you, you said it's not that good, but you, you but you, well,
1: why, would I, why would I pay all that money to go over there? Perspective, my friend, perspective. Laura, thank you so much, baby. Thank you. If you travel, you do get that perspective, but I'll tell you this now, never traveling again. This is not going to happen. And, and I don't even know, I don't even understand these people now who are like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Israel for the <laughs> summer. What? You serious? I uh, I'm going to go to Egypt and hang out in Egypt. You've got to be kidding me. I wouldn't go to Australia. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go to England. There's no way that, uh, that I'd be able to do that kind of traveling now because it's so scary out there. Dan, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi,
3: LFA. Hi, J-Dubs. What's up, bro? Um, there was a Doonesbury cartoon this Sunday that lifted on all six panels um, the people, that the American soldiers that died. Uh, since the beginning of the war in Iraq, some people suggested that he should have listed all the people that have died, all the casualties of war, including, um, you know, uh, the Iraqi uh, soldiers and people from other countries. Um, How do you guys feel about that?
1: Um, I want to say this. I think it is kind of weird that we only consider the Americans when a human life really is a human life, and you look that there are thousands and thousands of Iraqis, a lot of innocent. Let's not lie. There are a lot of people who are over there just trying to live their lives as well, who are caught in the middle of of this war, who at the same time too... Uh, have lost their lives, children lost, uh, wives lost, you know what I mean? Son's but what done. about what about the Vietnam Memorial? Should we have listed all the people
3: that died in Vietnam? <laughs> well,
1: I, no, 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 because I mean here we, you know, we tend to, we memorialize and we look at at our people, all the Americans. But let's not forget the
2: other people too. I don't think that whatever, I, it should have been listed, uh of the Iraqis that died either.
1: Well, not so much a list, but let's maybe even know the number. I mean, most people don't even know how many Iraqis have died. And and we're not even talking about specifically the soldiers who were fighting us or the insurgents. I'm talking about civilians, casualties of, you know, the other casualties of war. Hey, thanks, Dan. We've got to let you go, Bo. So, you know, and let's not... And by the way, did you
2: watch 60 Minutes? Uh, you probably do. You watch 60 Minutes? Uh, from time to time, I didn't see anything. I didn't. I never saw the promos for it, so I didn't tune in. La, um, last night they. Uh... Uh, I was watching Viva La Bam. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll watch 60 Minutes. I'll take that side of the
1: uh, the uh, the radio prep, and you take the Viva La Bam radio okay. prep. So anyway, on 60 Minutes, they did this thing. Andy Bruni who uh, he gets on he starts talking about the war and Memorial Day and what it's like to lose people. And what they did for 11 minutes is they scrolled by pictures of what they say was every single American soldier, more than 800, who have died in Iraq. And I actually, I was playing video games at the time, because that's what I do while I watch TV. I play video games. That way I feel like I'm multitasking. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm playing video games and I stop and I just watch this and I watch all of those pictures scroll by of the of the of the American soldiers who have died in Iraq mm-hmm. and it's just so disturbing and it's sad. Well, I watched the thing on uh, on Nightline. Yeah, yeah, see I I missed that. You know, and it's just you're sitting there and you're watching this and you're looking to some of them may look like your buddies, you know. And you see the pictures, and you think, okay, this person, first of all, died. Who knows how they died? And then you got to think they're a they're a father, a son, a daughter, a wife, a, a buddy. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and they just they just keep going, one after another, one after another, for eleven minutes. And I was just like. I was just very, very saddened by that. And at the same time, it makes you stop and think and reflect. And, you know, you're a bitch because you've got to work the 15-hour days here at a radio station. Or you're mad because, you know, maybe you're not making enough money here or there. you just got to stop. At least can you give one day and not worry about the goddamn weather and take a step back and just realize everything else that's going on around there. You know, and just kind of look at stuff that's bigger than you.
2: 866-277-4969. Um, whenever you want to talk about Pimp My Ride, I'm over here for you. All right? I just want to tell you that. I like that show, actually. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And I was actually catching up on the real world today. They did a Honda last night, a little Honda. It was beautiful. Me- it was so funny. Exhibit tried to take it to the the West Coast Customs to get it fixed, and it broke down on the way. It was it was crazy. <laughs> great, Dubs, great. Here are a couple other things I wanted to mention on the war real quick. I don't want to dwell on
1: this, but a couple other things that I wanted to say. They had all this stuff about the Iraqi soldiers. Mm-hmm. What about the ones in Afghanistan? What about the ones that are
2: really technically fighting terrorists? One thing at a time, all right? One thing at a time.
1: Exactly. Pat Tillman, the news came out over the weekend that he was lightly, likely shot by friendly fire. What is friendly
3: fire?
2: Maybe Punani can get in here and explain this. 866 I believe it's just crossfire that you're caught into and possibly shot by your own people. See, and maybe this is the cynic in me, all right? But every time you see something about soldiers dying,
1: it was either an accident, a, hum- a Humvee accident, or a helicopter crash. They say up to 30% of the casualties can be from from friendly fire, and my thing is I'm not buying it. I don't think that our, I think that our soldiers are, are better trained than that. I don't think that our soldiers are crashing and shooting each other. I honestly believe, and this is, again, the cynic in me, I think this is our way of spinning it so it doesn't look like we're getting our ass kicked. Of instead of constantly hearing, okay, the insurgents knocked out another seven troops. Or the insurgents shot down the helicopter. Instead, it's the helicopter crashed. Or they were shot by, quote-unquote, friendly fire. Because I'm just not buying it that our soldiers, you know, are crashing and shooting each other. No, friendly fire, 30% is about right for friendly fire. How does that happen? Do you know? Nighttime. I mean, even when, you know, I was in the infantry. I was an infantry officer. And, you know, you, you... fight each other fake wise and you shoot blanks and all that real easy in the middle of the night when you can't see anything and you get turned around and all that so 30 percent doesn't surprise me at all wow man and don't we like wear the same unis or don't we
2: yeah but i mean at night you know at night and maybe even a sandstorm around there you don't know what's going on you don't know what what's in these guys' eyes or what's in their way when they're firing a gun they're just trying to survive out there
1: yeah um, let's see. Here it is. It says, uh, somebody sent me this in the AWOL for broadband. Lots of our sol- soldiers die in accidents, mistakes, etc. cetera. Um, all right. See, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe, again, it's the cynic in me.
3: No, I mean, it's a
1: legitimate point. But, I mean, things like the uh, helicopter crashes and all that, you know, because of the altitude in Afghanistan and, you know, they're flying at a higher altitude with the sand and all that, they don't get the proper maintenance. It happens. I was in a helicopter crash. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, we flew through a tree, and that's wow. why I won't fly anymore. Really? Yeah. But what was it, it just, what's it like crashing? What's that like? Bro? It happened so fast that you really don't remember anything. No one got hurt. I mean, it was more of like a real hard landing. Were you scared? I honestly didn't have time to be scared. God. Dear. But I mean, that's that's perfect point is that would if somebody died, that would have been friendly fire or an accident or something like that. Not you. The pilot just got caught in the downdraft. We went through a tree. So Memorial Day, the hideout. Just kind of talking about a couple issues with you, if you would take a step back, Gary. You're in the hideout on JFK.
4: Hey, have you ever heard the term the fog of war?
1: Honestly, no, I haven't, bro. Yeah.
4: Well, the, the fall in the military would have. I'm, I'm is well aware of that. It's just uh, it would probably best be described as chaos. And uh, his his figures are are, are about right.
1: Yeah, I but, saw that. I saw that. Thirty percent at least. That's what. That's what. A yeah, army can you imagine?
4: Uh, I mean, just uh, you know, hundred hundred people running around and, and crossfire, and you don't know who's who, and it's uh, it must be a nightmare.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I did. I, I honestly, and again, you can't even begin to equate this, to show you how much of a wuss I am, I played paintball once. Right. And I, I swear, I froze up when I was getting shot at with a paintball gun. I can't imagine. The sack it takes to go out there knowing that other people are shooting at you. You
4: know, you know speaking of that I've never been in that situation. Uh, I know people who have. I wonder after a while was it 30 days, 60 days do you then do you start becoming a little numb and your heart's not pounding 24/7? I wonder after a while,
2: you uh, know. you almost come desensitized to the whole thing? I'd,
1: yeah. I'd love to hear from a soldier about it, that.
4: Who's really been in, in in that type of battle.
1: Yeah. I, hey, I, I'm
4: enjoying the uh, show at nights, guys. I'm glad it's a, it's a good alternative to uh, what was on before.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Gary. Buck. Okay. I like that. I like when people go out on the on the positive, slap us on the ass note. 866 uh, 277 so there it is, Dubs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I just wanted to talk it out a little bit with it being Memorial Day, and you know, and you see this stuff going on, and you know, it just makes you wonder. You yeah. look at those faces, These kids, 18, 19 year old kids.
2: You know, it, it's really weird when you're like my age, twenty three, and you see people younger than you. You know?
1: Yeah, and you are. I mean, you feel like you're a kid as it yeah. is. Still, I don't I mean, feel like
2: I'm a kid, and then I see people just getting out of high school and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I swear, I saw a picture of a kid on the 60 Minutes thing. He looked 14. I was like, oh, come on.
2: Albert, you're on JFK.
3: What's up, guys? What's up, brother? I just want to say, first of all, you know, a thank you to all the guys that serve our country.
0: Yeah. And
3: um, and basically, I'm just happy to know that nothing, you know, no terror-related activities occurred over the weekend. You know, how they were inaugurating the World War II Memorial. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy about that.
1: I know, Doc. I'll hear you on that one, man. Definitely. That was... (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) and hopefully you drove into a tree. Uh, Bone Daddy gives me this. Let's see here. All right, somebody. All right, couple people bringing up some good points. Do you think it's better to die in friendly fire than by enemy fire? I gotta say, no way,
2: no. I mean, it it, it feel it's not, but you know, think if you got if you were fighting over in a war. And you you were really into it, you know. You really want you know you really want to help out your country. Mm-hmm. And even if you got shot and not killed, but you had to get sent home because of friendly fire, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be like, well, I, you know, if I didn't get shot in the leg by my own guys, I would still be over there.
1: Yeah. You know? um, somebody says this. Bone Daddy says this. Actually, we get more friendly fire because one, dependence on technology and firing weapons from planes and helicopters miles away, machines can't see uniforms. Two, lower overall casualty rates make for a higher percentage of friendly fire casualties. All right, you know what? I can see that one. I can see that where it's, you know, we're depending on the technology. You look, and actually, you know, I think Andy Rooney brought this up I'm watching the 60 minutes. I mean, the thousands, something, hundreds of thousands in a few of the wars that have died. We haven't even reached a thousand yet. Of course, every one is horrible, but maybe it is the technology now, maybe that is part of the, you know, the, what comes along with war, where this is going to happen. You're going to lose some people, but probably not as many because you have that extra technology. Yeah. In a sad way, you almost got to take one for the team. Um, one other thing on this, real quick. I know we're up on a break, and we've got to mm-hmm. take a break. Hey, we got to go with the network. But, um, yeah, sorry we're late. Uh, <laughs> I got an Uncle Jimmy, okay, and this is for real. I got an Uncle Jimmy. Who served in Vietnam? He's got a Purple Heart. He's got other medals for ba- bravery, valor, stuff like that. He received serious medical problems as a result of his exposure to Agent Orange. Okay? This is in Vietnam. Yeah. The Agent Orange thing that happened. Um, good old Uncle Sam has refused to provide him with proper compensation and quality medical care. And it's not just him. I mean, there are hundreds, if not probably thousands, of veterans out there. Still fighting the government to this day. When they go out, they serve the country, they don't get killed, but somehow you've got them with the Agent Orange, or they're exposed to some other toxin from the first Gulf War, they come back, and the government, for some reason, doesn't take care of them the way they should. A lot of times, you look at the homeless people walking around, Mm -hmm. you talk to them, they're vets. And to me, that's the most disgusting thing. Because this country has a very bad habit of taking in these vets, or taking in these young kids, like we talked about, sometimes poor kids who don't have any other option but to go to the military. That's what they feel like they can do because they don't have college at their disposal. And they go up, they, they, they use them, the government uses them for what they're good for as a body to get out there into these wars, and they come home and they have nothing. And i got to say that our soldiers are not disposable. Our veterans are not disposable. You know what I mean? Look around at these homeless cats. Help them out. Give to your, to your local you know, volunteers of America, your, your, your homeless shelters, your stuff like that. Do that. Take care of the people who come home from fighting these wars for
2: our freedom. And that's all I want to say. Dubs? Yeah. Oh, another thing I've hit my ride. <laughs> They put nitrous in the car this time. It was great. <laughs> View is uh, Skewed says, either
1: way, bow-wow, Sounds. I guess we all got to agree with that as well. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll give away some prizes. Whose weekend was it next in the hideout? It's 106.7 WJFK.
3: I don't.
1: I, don't. I, don't. I don't We were talking about your mom, Dub, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that sometimes, sometimes she
2: listens to the show in the uh, illegal underground. Nice, <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> the Hideout
1: with El and J Dubs.
4: Hi, this is Alyssa and Alex Linewand. And our dad, Alan, should give these guys a raise. It's The Hideout with El and J Dubs on 106.7 WJFA.
3: Linewand.
4: Linewand. 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 Find one.
1: Welcome back to The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. We are live on this Memorial Day. I am El Jefe.
2: That is J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969.
1: In a moment, we're going to be playing Whose Weekend Was It? Our, re- our uh, weekend recap game that gives you the opportunity to win prizes, including the Girls Gone Wild Music Volume 1 CD, uh, Girls Gone Wild hooked up with Jive Records, teamed up to create a series of Girls Gone Wild music compilations and featuring uh, a mix of tracks from the hottest chart-topping artists and uh, cool old-school party songs as well. you got Andrew W.K., Shaggy, P.D. Pablo, Groove Armada. To order, call 800-291-4402 or visit girlsgonewild.com. You do that same info to get the brand-new Girls Gone Wild America Uncovered DVD, with Doug Stanhope, the co-host of The Man Show. Again, 800-291-4402. And we've also got a Girls Gone Wild hat that we're going to throw in from the new Girls Gone Wild rags clothing line. Branching out, when are we finally going to have the hideout clothing line, J-Dubs?
2: Um, haven't we thought about that before, Of what we would do uh, for T-shirts and that kind of stuff? I've actually got a design
1: of I want to get some hats, but I really want it more for us. So yeah. that we can walk around and they can say, hey, do you listen to the hideout? And we're like, no. I host The Hideout. I am The Hideout.
3: Yeah, we actually talked to um, some people about that that before the uh, Horrible Tequila Beach.
1: That's right, but they're so flakely, they never got yeah. back with me. And who are they friends with? Uh, exactly. Rev9, by the way, Rev9.com, still looking for a bassist. And they're, offic- they're the official local band of The Hideout, and they haven't played a show since October, and I kind of like it like that. <laughs> I, I like it where the official band of the show is a band that hasn't performed in months and will probably go a full year. That's what I'm looking for. By the way, RadioHideout.com, usually we change the polls every week. I feel like we haven't given this poll enough of a push. (laughs) And here's what's going on at RadioHideout.com. You're just hoping it'll turn around. Well, here's the thing. If you go at the very front page, and there's a little poll there that says, are you interested in a hideout-hosted concert... Featuring the Joe Davis Band and Shafee. Interested, not interested are the options. So far, 65% of you are not interested. And I ask, why? You don't want to see our buddy Shafee who has his new album dropping
2: June 21st? And mostly interested is us just, uh, okay, we need to boost this poll up so we <laughs> keep on hitting it interesting. It's me and Dub's clicking it. <laughs> interested,
1: interested. You don't want to see this live? He's already one lap ahead of all of us. Part of me is gone. That's who the Joe Davis band is. Now I feel so alone performing live I know you're acoustic the I... with the hideout you don't want to see that show
2: you know what I'll do a duet with them if I you guys want to see it oh voices I hear I can, can only
1: look, look back and remember oh radiohideout.com as as stood stood and and in my heart you live forever Joe Davis band and Shafie
3: cried and I cried the
1: night Learn Hart died I cried and I cried the night
2: the night, died. And I the night, died. He was the only true hero from the South.
1: That's all you get until you vote more. RadioHideout.com. Turn this thing around. Don't you see the beauty of this? We have two people who believe they're musical artists and we're just gonna go laugh at them.
2: I cried and I cried the night the statue of Dale Earnhardt Hard died.
1: Yeah, we never mentioned that by yeah. the way. We have the, uh, Don and Mike had this statue of Dale Earnhardt in here, and I swear it was the funniest segment when they had uh, Charlie Stoenstapelak in, and um, Don was like, don't break the statue. Whatever you do, don't break the statue. And it's shattered in half right now.
2: So The funny part about it is they still have like the two parts where it broke, but a lot of his stomach's missing, so if you put him on there... <laughs> It it goes straight from crotch to uh, chest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, Laszlo says this. Don't forget
1: to give a shout-out to all the Transformers who have done so much to protect our planet and galaxy. Thank you, Laszlo. Thank you for keeping us grounded. Um, All right. Oh, one more thing on the topic. I know I keep saying one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Somebody sent me this on the Instant Messenger when we were talking about You know, the war and stuff like that. It was Joker. And he said, what about a president who uses 9-11 to start a war? What about a president who uses 9-11 to start a war to collect souvenirs? Did you see this news story, J-Dubs? I browsed it. I was on the AOL for broadband, and I found this. Just let me read the news story to you. We're not usually news story readers. But see if you don't find this disturbing, okay? Uh, Not to completely give away my angle, but... A handgun that Saddam Hussein was clutching when U.S. uh, forces captured him in a hole in Iraq last December is now kept by President Bush at the White House, a spokesperson confirmed on Sunday. Time magazine, which first disclosed the gun's location, said military officials had mounted it after it was seized from Saddam near his hometown last year, and the soldiers involved in the capture gave it to Bush. The magazine quoted a visitor who had been shown the gun, which is kept in a small study in the Oval Office where Bush displays memorabilia. It's in the same room where former President Bill Clinton had some of his encounters with former intern
2: Monica Lewinsky. I bet you if that gun was in there, you would have used that instead of the uh, instead of the, cigar. the cigars. Bush shows Saddam's gun to select visitors,
1: telling them it is unloaded both now and when Saddam was captured. He really liked showing it off. Time quoted a visitor as saying he was really proud of it. White House, president spokesper- or White House spokesperson uh, Jim Morrell said, The president was proud of the performance and the bravery of our armed forces and was honored to receive it on behalf of the troops involved in the operation.
2: Now, do you think if he wasn't the president right now, he'd be the eBay guy? You know the guy is always on eBay ordering like stuff, trying to trying to get the new rare thing. What do you think the worth is of that gun? oh it's it's valuable. Do you think it's priceless? I, I would say pretty pretty close to being priceless and how how disturbing
1: is that though? I mean, is that like because didn't, didn't Hitler shoot himself? Isn't that the whole thing? Mm-hmm. I believe that's they found I, him he had committed suicide in his bunker.
2: that's what's been said. Okay, but well you don't believe that. yeah, no, I'm not. You're still keeping hope alive, right? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> Dumbass. I'm hoping he's going to come back like Andy Kaufman. Um, did you see that online, by yeah. the way? A couple of dumbasses tricked by that. But what
1: kind of freak keeps a memento, much less of something like that? And to me, is this almost proof positive that this is what the war was about? Like, you're going after Saddam... This is your little thing that you get to dine out on and and show all your buddies. This is your proof you take to your daddy. Daddy, love me. Daddy, love me. See, I have the gun. I have the gun that we caught Saddam with. Is it just me? Because remember last week, remember last week, I admitted that somewhere in my home, in my mother's home, in my little memory box, is the used condom from the
2: very first time that I had sex. That's that's I think that's more disturbing than the gun. And you know what? I'm not faulting Bush on this one. Seriously, if if someone handed you the gun and said, Hey, this is what uh you know this is the gun you knew was the gun that Saddam got caught with, like you wouldn't take it, like you wouldn't have it mounted on your wall.
1: No. Why not? Why don't you hand it over to maybe like? If they build some sort of a memorial or something, maybe
2: he will sometime, but they aren't right now.
1: But you don't... Someone has to hold it in the meantime. But you don't... I mean, this is like your buddies. Like, you've got your little trophy, and you're all coming over, and you're going to have a couple beers, and you're like, hey, guys, come check this out. Yeah, like when I had bum fights. Yes! (laughs) This is his bum fights. This is his thing, like, man, he's the cool kid. He's got bum fights. Man, he's the cool kid. He's got the
2: gun that Saddam used, you know, that Saddam was holding on to. You don't you don't find that creepy at all I mean it's creepy but not it's not any more creepy than anything else that anybody else does I mean I would I would take it I would have it in my house right now so
1: this isn't a reason to question the president's sanity no no this is uh
2: he it, it might prove that it's a little more personal exactly then uh, he leads on to a bean but I don't think it's unusual for someone to uh take that and hold it and say hey look
1: I mean, is this something that presidents have done in the past? Again, I'm not going to say that I'm necessarily the most educated person in the world. I just want to ask this question. Is that do presidents hold on to this stuff as a personal keepsake? Is it something that's
2: actually, I don't know, legitimate? Well, you keep, you kept your uh, first condom you ever used. But how crazy did you think I was because of that? That's, that's creepy just because there's bodily stuff going on with that. Not technically, though.
1: What? I don't want to get into the whole thing. We can't do that kind of a
2: show anymore. <laughs> Write it down for me sometime. Tell <laughs> me. All right. I'll... Jesus Christ! Now, you, now you got me weird, weirded out by this phantom condom that you kept. You know, this weird condom that wasn't used for sex. Okay, well, I, I can't even. T- I can't tell you. We got a different show now. You're a freak, Chris. You're in the hideout of JFK.
3: Dude, man, you're so retarded. Thank you. I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I just really kept it in the words uh, conspiracy theorist gone wild.
1: Oh, as Well, concerning what? I mean, you know, talk to me. Come on, instead of calling names, let's have a conversation.
3: All right. Well, first of all, you know, yeah, you know, you totally, you know, show yourself as like a total left wing lunatic. Well, well
1: first of all, why, why do I have to be left wing? How do you know that I'm not a centrist and I don't look at things from both both ways?
3: Because you just you said it yourself. You're just like, oh, you know, Bush is this and Bush is that.
1: I'm asking a question. You don't think it's a little no, creepy that the guy's a keeping
2: a memento? You're not asking a question.
1: I you're ask... proposing a theory. All right,
2: sir, uh, go on with your call and prove your point, please.
4: It's My point a... is that your show sucks.
1: Okay. Bad. Yeah, that's great. Add a way to defend yourself. That's the way, and that's the way the right wing is. I don't, have, I don't have anything to say. I'm just going to say your show sucks because I really don't have a point. When I asked a question, do you or do you not believe it's creepy that the president's holding on to this gun that Saddam has and showing it off to his buddies and only special visitors, does, that, does it not prove that this was indeed very personal? I mean, what about the people, what about the creeps that would keep mementos from the World Trade Center? You didn't think that was a little oogie?
2: That's totally different. Why? That's completely different.
1: Do you really believe so?
2: Because you are keeping something from uh, you know, for, it's a wartime thing, and you're the president, and this is the guy you were going after the whole time. And the, the soldiers that caught him said, hey, let's give this to the president, and he accepted it. He likes a lot, you know, he didn't he did not want to keep it. But I don't think it's as creepy as people going to the World Trade Center and grabbing bricks and uh, watches. Okay, right, well, I don't think it's as creepy as that.
1: And you know what? And I'm willing to listen to that. And that's the kind of that's the kind of dialogue that I want to have. Not hey, uh, you're weird left wing, blah blah blah. Your show sucks because that doesn't get us anywhere. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk to each other. Here in the hideout, we talk to each other.
2: 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Anyway,
1: that was just something that I wanted to ask you about as well. And I, I guess you may have a point. You're right. This is more of the, hey, Mr. President, we went, we
2: did this job for you. And we brought you back something. Here's this... and, You know, he, he probably does like it more than he would like to let on to liking it. You know, he, he it is a... I believe it's to- uh, totally personal war fighting. Do you think that he'll
1: hold on to this too? Do you think oh, it's something he's going to keep, or do you think he would hold uh, pass it along? And again, this is all deer- dealing in hypotheticals as well. But as the president, should you be allowed to hold on to that, or yeah. do you think that you you should you, you have an oppor- you have a mm, some sort of a responsibility to give it away? You know what I mean, or to give it
2: to somebody else, or give it to the museums and stuff. I think that after. You know, in the right situation, you should hand it over. But for right now, it's yours. Enjoy it. Show your friends. You know, after a while, it's going to get old, and you're not going to want it anymore, just like bum fights. There's only so many times you can watch it. (laughs) There's only so many times you can show it off. Yeah.
1: I'm just afraid that something like this is going to end up in the skull and bones-like little house that they have at Yale or wherever it is. You know what I mean? Or he and Carrie when they go back and they're... They're sipping on their their tea or whatever it is they do and they're talking about how they're going to control the world. You know. <laughs> all right, now you're becoming a nut. I'm tired. I really don't, I don't think I I don't think I believe in all these conspiracies. Or do I? 866-277-4969. You're right, that did sound crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh ENTD, what's up You're in the hideout of JFK?
0: What's up, fellas? What's going on? To... Hey guys uh that guy who called a few minutes ago mm-hmm. and said the show sucks he 's an idiot he's right um, <laughs> first of all i'm a republican myself i'm a more right leaning centrist type personality good for you and the stuff that he said just isn 't right. Um, you need to look at things from both points of view. It is a little higgy that uh that the president's holding on to this gun, I think, but it's less than uh i 'm a firefighter and an e m t so it's a little bit uh more disturbing when people took stuff from the World Trade
2: Center. Yeah, definitely. I think I think that's a no-brainer right there. Do you ever keep stuff from like
1: scenes whenever you're going and people have died and you just you... no, absolutely
0: not. That no. Can you get us something? No memento. <laughs> 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 no nah, boys, can't do that.
1: All right, bro. Hey, thanks for hanging in there with us, man. Hey right, guys. All right, have see good you. Night. Um, we got this. All right, see. Hey, all right, this bone daddy is real funny. The reason it's bothersome to you is because you imagine Bush standing in a mirror every other day playing quick draw <laughs> with the gun in the mirror. And I can' Tidy whities, and I could see that ah. And he sends me this little this little image of the Yosemite Sam, by the way, I'm a, an alum with uh, Texas Tech University. And it's got George W. Bush and he's got the little guns.
2: <laughs> you know if he, uh, I could see him you know spinning around like uh, 90210 and actually shooting himself. Do you remember that episode? Yeah,
1: I do. Carol, you're on WJFK. What's up, baby?
0: Hey, you guys. First of all, I love you all. I've started to listen to you more than Ron and Fez. I think you guys are very smart, really witty. Oh, you're so crazy. I'm not crazy. (laughs) You guys got me that night when you were talking about um, when uh, J-Dubs, the family, friends or whatever, they spent their millions following the NASCAR. Oh, yeah. That was hysterical. But, you know, I think people have a different point of view sometimes you might not let them finish what they're trying to say. Is it about me? Well, I mean, I tried you get to... get a little emotional.
3: I
1: tried to have a conversation with a guy, and all he wanted to say was, I'm a lefty but wacko nut, side. and that, uh, that, I, that I... that we suck. <laughs> uh, Carol, thank you so hey, much. Hey,
0: listen, man, what part of Texas? I'm
1: from Texas. Where are you from? I am from... I can claim the whole state. It's better for me to ask you, where are you from, baby? Uh,
0: I'm from uh, Bryan uh, College Station, but uh, I pretty much grew up in Dallas.
1: Yeah, me too. Dallas, yeah. Grand Prairie, Texas. I know
0: Grand Prairie. My brother still lives there. Look at us. It's a whole <laughs> oh. happy Family in the
1: hideout. I got to come in and meet you guys some
0: night. Maybe. I haven't lived here this that long, and I'd love to meet both
1: of you. Hey, swing on in. Seriously, okay, op- open door. You come on in.
0: Okay, you guys are great. I uh, will talk
1: to you, baby. Bye. Rock on. Night. Uh, all right, now I'm getting. She's from Texas. You can discount anything positive she said, <laughs> and don't run down Texas. Seriously. Yeah, they do enough of that themselves. There's a reason why we really should be our own country, because we are. <laughs> yeah, because everybody hates you. We're the greatest state. The greatest state in the history of the United States. I don't want to hear it about all you original people and, and the originals and New England. and Come on, you really want to sit here and try to compare Virginia to Texas? Yes. Good luck. Michigan, you don't even have a
2: chance. We have lakes. <laughs> oh,
0: so we have a whole gulf. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not yours. Nancy, you're on JFK. Yeah, how are you doing, guys? What's up, baby? Um, I'm actually passing
3: through the area, and I just uh, turned, tuned in. So, I don't think it's that crazy I used keeping the gun.
1: Honestly, you, why is that? Explain yourself.
3: Okay. Um, well, I'm in the military, and I—I I mean, it's a keepsake. I mean, they caught it on, so it's a keepsake. But I think if he does take it with him um, after he's done with his uh, presidency, that's weird.
2: So, like, do, like you—oh, I guarantee he's going to keep it with him. But I still don't think that's that weird. I,
1: in, you being—you being in the military, like, and I, I don't know how much of it is actually true, but like people keeping. Um, Keepsakes from whenever they're fighting over in Vietnam or in Iraq, of like, you just don't think that's
3: creepy at all. No, like I know people from Iraq try to take stuff, but we stopped them. They couldn't take anything with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's what they went through. I don't, I don't think civilians can understand because they don't actually go through that and you know deal with what these people dealt with.
1: And that's true. I mean, Dubs and I, we will probably never set foot near a battleground so you're right we don't have that perspective and thank you for adding it nancy no problem thank you for your service too
2: yeah now if he would i want you to come back with the story next week of him uh keeping a bunch of the naked butt pyramid photos for himself you know maybe running stuff to that and then i'm gonna call him weird you know but just keeping that pistol, i would do it myself all right let's take a break we'll come back you're so disturbing.
1: Why? I mean, that, no one. That's. Man, I have I have
2: seen those in England's hot. All
1: right, we're taking a break. We're coming back. We are going to give away prizes next. Girls Gone Wild DVDs, music, and hats. All of that next as we play. Whose weekend was it? Thank you for allowing the Memorial Day hour of the Hideout to be political, and thank you for having a conversation with us. It is Washington D.C. It is the nation's capital. I would hope that we would be able to do stuff like this. Quick break. Coming back. It's the Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Want to call the Hideout? Call the Hideout. Want to yell at us? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? All
3: I want is the f-ing number. That should be goddamn good enough for you. No, give me the f-ing number, okay? Can you hear me? I'm yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> Give me the f-ing number. I'll f-ing kill you. Want that? Call the Hideout at
1: 866 277 4969. are killing me!
0: 866
1: 277 4969.
0: The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now.
1: Radio for Fat Kids The Hideout with El Hefe and Dub. And welcome back into The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, as we are live giving away prizes, including Girls Gone Wild. Get the Girls Gone uh, America Uncovered DVD with Doug Stanhope, co-host of The Man Show. Order it. Girls Gone Wild America Uncovered, 800-291-4402. Visit girlsgonewild.com. Also, we have the music, and we're going to be giving away hats as we end up
2: playing America's favorite game show
3: whose weekend was it?
2: 866-277-4969 866-277-4969 whose weekend was it? and this game is very simple we will list
1: some of the stuff that the hideout members did over the weekend you correctly guess who it was you will be a winner depending on what the prize is that's uh, how many uh, you got to get correct so example if you're playing for the DVD, you have to get three out of five correct. If you're playing for the combination of the music and the hat, you only got to get two out of three correct. Again, it is 866 277 4969. And um, as everybody is in the studio right now, I will tell you to hold, and I will tell you to hold. With that being said, though, let's go ahead and go to our first contestant. In uh today's game.
3: Whose weekend was it?
1: Black Albert. You were in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. What's up, brother?
3: Not much. Just playing MafiaLife dot com. supposed to call in tonight and make a special announcement. Okay. Well maybe we'll uh we'll get to that a little bit later
1: on. MafiaLife dot com, we created the hideout family on Friday night, so I am excited about uh hearing what exactly is going on. First though, let's play this little game if we would, okay? Whose weekend was it? Giving away prizes. Let's go ahead. uh, Our special fill-in host tonight, as Oddball is not around, will be Johnny Punani. Johnny Punani, please take it away with Black Albert. Black Albert, how are you doing, sir? I've got to use my announcer voice here, right? Yes. All right, Black Albert, how are you doing, sir? And welcome to the game. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member had two dates lined up for Saturday, one in the afternoon and one at night. As he predicted, nothing happened. Whose weekend was it? Uh, Um, This
3: this definitely has to be Bateman.
1: Yes, in fact, it is Bateman. Congratulations! And hey, did you? What are you playing for? You playing for the DVD? Okay, music in the hat. All right, cool. Fair enough. Um, All right, so now you got to get one more. And by the way, where is Bateman? Let me see if I can call him on that one real quick. Let me see. Hey, so what happened?
3: Bitches are killing me. Yeah, seriously? I, as I predicted, each one said, okay, we'll hang out Saturday, and I was like, neither one's going to happen. I can just tell.
1: Now, one of these was a, li- a date you already ha- had lined up previously, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. And what about the other one? Was this the uh, the yeah. ab- Abby Ringwald from Porno Dan?
0: Yes. And she, she was going to the beach or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if she even knew
3: that we were supposed to hang out on a Saturday because she was so drunk or, or what. But Did you ever talk
0: to her? Yeah, we talked twice. And do you set up the date? Uh, well, see, she called me that Friday before we went on the air, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get downtown in time. And then so I called her in the morning and was like, hey, if you still want to hang out, give me a call. And then she called me back and said, like, well, I'm going to the beach today.
1: What kind of a loser has two dates set up for a Saturday and gets stood up for both?
3: Yeah, I'm looking at the rest of your weekend. You're not such a winner yourself.
1: Shut up. <laughs> Son of a bit bye <coughs> I had a date this weekend, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah? All right, Black Albert, you're uh, one for one so far. You go uh, get one out of the next two correct, you're going to be a winner on JFK. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member had four hits and seven at-bats with four RBIs, a stolen base, threw out yet another base runner. Bow-wow, news hounds. <laughs> whose weekend was it? Whom? Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Oh, that's Hefe. Yeah, congratulations, Black Albert. You are definitely a winner. You, right. You've picked up on the music. And uh, hold on. The music from girlsgonewild.com. You can get that by calling 800-291-4402, girlsgonewild.com.
2: How old are the people you're playing with if you steal a bass? You know what? I don't even want to hear it because I got skills. <laughs> I got mad skills. You, I was... I'm, sure you can hit, I'm sure you can throw, but you, you can't
1: run You under, You underestimate the speed, my friend. <laughs> Look, son. In fact, I'm willing, okay. to, I'm willing to put this out now. I'll challenge anyone. I want to play for the Bowie Bay Sox. What's the name of the team up in Frederick? I want the, the little... Peace. The Yeah, Frederick whatever. Keys. I want to play for them, too. I think I could do it. I think I could hit double-A pitching. I have no doubt. I was 0-3 in the first game. was still a little shaky, 9 o'clock in the morning. 4-4 for 4 in the second game. I had, like, four RBIs over the whole day. And no
2: one steals a base on me. You see this? Look out. It's a lethal weapon. It's a cannon. Yeah, but I, I'm still trying to see you steal a base. Actually get up, run, and steal one. Two stolen bases. Yes. I, that, that is totally surprising. Why don't you
1: come out to a game and you can actually be impressed by how good of an athlete I am?
2: Because I don't like baseball, major league, let alone the news hounds. <laughs> Bow wow, news hounds. Bow wow.
1: Let's continue to play this game. Whose weekend was it? Quartz, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's happening, brother? How's it going, fellas? Good, man. You, uh, are you playing for the music from Girls Gone Wild or you want the DVD? Oh, all good for the D V D. Alright, you gotta get three out of five then. You have to get three out of five correct in order to be a winner. And all right. uh eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine, couple lines open. If anybody else wants to play the game, whose weekend was was it? Alright, here we go, Punani, whose weekend was it? Okay, Mr. Court. Over the weekend this hideout member went to the movies to see both saved and the day after tomorrow. Whose weekend was it? You got a pretty good little announcer voice there. That's because you can see what I'm doing with my hand and my pocket All right, right now. Stop it already, Court. Whose weekend was it?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go for Dubs. I'm sorry. Oh, that, sorry. That was sorry. not J Dubs.
1: That was actually me. Uh, that's okay. That was ah. kind of, that was kind of a vague one though. Um, Saved. A great little indie film. I actually went to one of these indie movie houses. It was between that or Supersize Me, and I got to see that Supersize Me. But Saved is with Macaulay Culkin and Mandy Moore, and I hate Mandy Moore absolutely hate her. I heard this one's pretty funny, though. It's a good movie. And Macaulay Culkin's a good actor. I like that kid. Have you seen Party Monster? No. That's no. That's, that one actually has Marilyn yeah. Manson in it. It looked
2: pretty cheesy from what I saw the acting and it's everything. Super gay. Yeah, I mean seriously, super uber gay. But it whatever.
1: Was, it was pretty sad, fellas. Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw
0: it. It was. Uh, I was sad that I did. I wanted that uh, two hours of my life back.
1: <laughs> I just honestly, I saw it just to see Marilyn Manson, and he played like some crazy drag queen or something, and it was hardly worth it um day after tomorrow i saw this today actually and pretty good movie long as hell but uh, it's it gets a little preachy when it concerns the environment but I would, oh, i'm sure i love the disaster movies yeah, me too and i'm really looking forward to seeing And it. it's like 15 disaster movies in one you know what i mean i mean it just has a little bit of
2: everything in it yeah a lot like a lot of crazy stuff's going on tornadoes so. and ice storms and
1: then you got the love stories and Wolves, I like it. That's a good one.
2: What What was your most disappointing disaster film, though? Hmm. Um. Deep Impact. Deep Impact. I'd have to go with Twister. Nah, I like. TV. I hated Twister. It was the gayest thing in the world. You say that like it's a bad thing. Courts, let's continue to play. Whose weekend
1: was it? I'd rather have gotten an ass tornado at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a disaster. That's a pleasure. Go ahead. Over the weekend, this hideout member got drunk at the Fairfax Hooters and came to the station to sober up before driving home.
3: Court, whose weekend was it? God oh, sh- geez. whose weekend wasn't it? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> that's true.
3: Now you, you know, can- I'm going to go for my boy Dubs again. He's got to be up there eventually. Dubs?
1: Sorry. Dubs. Oh, I'm no so blah. sorry. That was half a, I'd say You still get to hang in there, though. If you can go three for three, you'll be able to be a winner and still pick up on the DVD. Uh, that was me. I'm just trying to make it exciting, that's all. No, thank you. That's good. I appreciate that because I worry sometimes the game is too easy. No, here's what's happened. So after the baseball game, go over to Hooters, get drunk, get plastered. had somebody drop me off here at the station so I could sober up before I, uh, before I drove home to Silver Spring. The funny thing about this, Rolling Thunder was in town. And, you know, that's the yeah. big, you know, motorcycles and the whole thing. And just, the, the bikers were everywhere, you know, God bless them. And so there were a ton of them at the Hooters on Sunday. Why God bless them? Why not? I mean, the most of them I are mean, vets. Yeah. I mean, I just, don't, I, I just don't know where you're going from this. Why are you a hater? So here's what happens. Go into the restroom to wash my hands, and there's a biker using the toilet. All right? Like, number two. I swear, every <laughs> did, single time. you give him a bumpkin? No. Okay. Every single time that I walked into that bathroom, there was a different biker using the restroom, number two. It was the most disgusting thing. One other thing on top of it. So I'm in there. I'm at the urinal. The guy comes out of the stall. Comes out of the stall. Doesn't even wash his hands. Takes his dentures out of his mouth and begins to wash the dentures there in the sink. And then I notice that the dentures are even missing teeth. And then he puts them back at his head and continues on to his his, uh, table without once using any soap to wash himself. Uh, Um... That's why I say God bless
2: Oh, well, you're eating a Hooters, you know? What else do you want? Whatever.
1: Court, all right, go three for three, man. We need you to be a winner. Pick up this DVD. Here we go. Ah, uh, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member had a hot chick into him until they turned on the hideout mixtape, and she heard Sideshow mention that he had been bobbing for apples in the JFK toilets. Court, whose weekend was it? Oh, man. Um, Hot hot chick into him until they turned on the hideout mixtape. She heard Sideshow mention he had been bobbing for apples in the JFK toilet. This actually happened on Friday. Who was it? Was it me? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? You know, I'm
0: thinking Bateman,
1: but I'm going to go for Dubs again. Why not? Oh, and now you made it too interesting. I'm sorry. That is not who it was. That was indeed Bateman. And I swear, I've never met a person who ends up, having so many potential hot chicks.
2: I was just going to mention that, that last week, every weekend we've done this, yeah, this hot chick is really into me, until... Until... uh, Until the show came up. Until she found out... And here's the thing, you put together the
3: mixtape, why would you let her listen? Well, because I I knew where the segment was, and I didn't think Sideshow was going to be starting to promote it, which he did, and then everyone in the car goes, you did what? And I go, they're just kidding. And then I had to turn the channel.
1: So she really was no longer into you after this? No. How did you feel after the bobbing
2: for apples? Like I was raped. <laughs> what? Good. Yeah. That's, that's what we were going for.
1: How could you even say that?
2: Uh, I felt like I was raped.
1: All right, enough.
3: And then I saw all the pictures, and that was, Let's, like, reliving
1: it. The, pic- <laughs> the pictures are somewhere under the forums on RadioHideout.com. No, no, no. Yes, they are. I know. Hey, um, so did you feel sick at all?
3: Yeah, my throat has been bothering me ever since then. At first I thought it was just mental, but now... It I'm, is. Like, I got...
1: Everything, I everything with you is mental. Even you thinking
2: the chick was into you in the first place is that, mental.
1: That was completely wrong and false. And how hot was she? She was
2: actually really hot.
1: And, and So what? how did you know she was into you? How was a girl technically into
3: you? She was hanging all over me, and she was talking basically to just me at this party we were at beforehand.
1: And then what happened? After, and then she hears Sideshow say you were bobbing for apples.
3: Yeah, after that, she didn't talk to me much. Why? Uh, probably because she was disgusted, as would I be.
1: Uh, here's the thing. I've never met anyone who couldn't get any poon off the radio. It's like you're, you're part of a radio show. You say, hey, baby, it's, it's like jackass. I'm the new Steve-O, the hideout. It's the greatest thing in the world. It's crazy. Watch this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hurt myself just to make you giggle. That's what you do. Instead, somehow you turn this into you being a sad sack. <laughs> all right, bye. Enough of that, and I don't even joke about that. That's so disgusting. <laughs> God, if anyone can bring down a show, it's Bateman. But let me say this though, seriously, uh, that was fun, and I really liked just taking his head in the toilets, bobbing for apples. And congratulations to all the winners of the AOL for Broadband. Um, iPods.
2: All right, one uh, one more open line, 866-277-4969. Hey, and we're still doing that free trial of AOL for Broadband. If you call 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025. Are
1: we really? Yeah. Is that ever going to end? No. <sighs> Jesus Christ, nice partnership. All right, here we go. Uh, what do we get? I know, right? Exactly. We get content. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Without you, there would be no show. <laughs> Eric, you ready to play Whose Weekend Was It? Yes, sir. All right, here we I go. I just wanted to ask one quick
4: question. Uh, when he said he was bobbing for apples, does that mean he was, like, staring at her breasts
2: and stuff? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No. no. Oh, no. Er- and, Eric, I heard Jen Rick Ballew last week.
1: Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) You're becoming world famous. All right. (laughs) Let's play the game Whose Weekend Was It? Go ahead, uh, there, Punani. Eric, how you doing, sir? Over the weekend, this hideout member had to pay a late fee for the movie Honey, starring Jessica Alba. Eric, whose weekend was
3: it? I'm going to go for uh, Top Dog here and say i happy. Yes, that is correct. Oh, man.
1: (laughs) I, uh, dubs, uh,. I went to the uh, I went I went to the Hollywood video and I was gonna rent a couple of things. I mm-hmm. wanted to see a couple of artsy fartsy movies and so I would go there. And I got I seriously got a couple of real like good quality movies and I was with a buddy of mine and the lady was like You realize you do have a late fee for honey and <laughs> and my friend was like, Okay, you not only did you rent honey you also kept it for the longer, the you know, period of time, more than five days, and I said, yes, it's worth it because I got this drop. The flavor is hot, and I got this drop. I'm not interested. And by the way, Jessica Alba is seriously one of the hottest chicks, maybe in the free world. Now I still have the thing from Monica Bellucci, but there's something about this Jessica Alba, and I will continue to maintain that there is something about chicks who are mixed.
2: Uh, whether it be the black-white mix, the black-Latino uh, mix. Well, there's always exceptions to that rule, and uh, that exception is Mariah Carey.
1: No, she's hot. Oh. Seriously? She's hot. I mean, now she is because she hit the wall, but in her day, she was smoking. Are we? Am I wrong, Eric? Mariah is is unbelievably hot, and you got to love a crazy chick, you know? <laughs> what about you, Punani? You wouldn't say that Mariah Carey was hot in her day? Oh, oh, absolutely. I love, I love mixes, because Mick does that whole slave over... Uh, yeah. What? Slave, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, why would you go with a slave owner fantasy joke? Why would you do that? Why are you guys... Because I screwed up and I'm stupid. Why are you guys joking about rape and no, slave owners? No, seriously, I mean...
3: mixed Rose is a hybrid, too, you know.
1: Mixed women Mixed women are definitely hot. All right, let's continue with the game. Yes, let's get, get off of this track. I mean, seriously, guys, whose weekend was it? Go ahead, Eric. Who's okay, I'm, I'm undefeated so far? Yes, that's undefeated great. over the weekend. This high, had, uh, this hideout member only had one decent day Sunday, and that's because he turned off his phone, didn't return any of his messages, and slept all day. Eric, whose weekend was it? it was a jefe, it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? It sounds Batman? a
3: little bit like Jay Dubs to me.
1: Uh, it does sound a lot like me, but I'm sorry. Oh, man, that was, was Bateman. Not, that was not Dubs, it was Bateman. And here we go. We'll go for the final game right hey, now.
3: rubber match.
1: All right, Eric, you're playing for the CD and the hats, because that's what we have left, the CD and the hats from Girls Gone Wild. Final one right here. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member? Played Madden.
3: <laughs> oh, got to be Jay dog There it is. is Jay no. No. Very good. Thank
1: you. And hey, congratulations, Eric. Again, you've won the Girls Gone Wild music volume one CD featuring a Shady, uh, Shaggy, Petey
0: Pablo. Thank you, gentlemen. you got a great show.
1: Thank you. Hold on. Andrew W.K. It's from Jive Records. Again, 800-291-4402. GirlsGoneWild.com. Also, you get the hat as well. And, Eric, I know you will be wearing that hat. As you call every radio show on WJFK. <laughs> now Dubs, you, if you know, if you look at all this, yeah, it was uh, Bateman once, twice, three times. It was Hefe four
2: times. It was you once, and the only thing you did this weekend was play Madden. Yeah, that's about it. Well, I, it's not really fair, uh, fair to say just Madden. I played a lot of Rocky too. <laughs> Uh, you on PlayStation Two, and it was it was a great good weekend, productive. Did you do anything at all? No. no. Did I? It? I guess I went shopping once. You know, been I'm buying. buying. <laughs> Honestly, now I seriously,
1: seriously do not like to sit around anymore. I used to be the guy who would only want to sit around. Now I feel like if I go out and do stuff, I'm way I'm way happier than if I end up sitting at home all day playing video games. Well, th- this is a rare weekend. Really? You know, the other thing, too, on the weekend, I almost feel like I have to go do stuff yeah, so that I can have stuff for the weekend recap game and whose weekend
2: was. I, I, I figured that out on Sunday. I'm like, you know, I got nothing. I got nothing to bring Monday. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's come back. More in the
1: hideout as we are live on this Memorial Day. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Eric and uh, all our buddies for playing. And thank you to Punani, who did an amazing job filling in for Oddball as America's favorite game show host. Whose weekend was it? Quick break. Coming back. Finish up the hideout on this Memorial Day. It's 106.7 WJFK. Hideout.
0: Hideout. my spirit. Featuring LFA.
1: J Dubs businessman.
0: I know. J Dubs businessman. The Hideouts. Featuring LFA and J Dubs.
2: I'm a slave of the Hideout and I want
0: free. J I love your show. I think it's great that you let the other guy hang out every weekend. You can't call me to it anymore, Mel. The Hideouts. 106.7 WJFK.
1: Coming down the home stretch. Monday night, live. Hideout 106.7 WJFK.
2: You're in the last ho-
1: half hour with the Rick Blue Show. Uh, we haven't earned the uh, the right to take weekends off, or uh, not even weekends, but holidays. So we're here hanging out with you, doing that thing. It's kind of technically like we're taking the night off anyway. <laughs> but uh, we're still, still here chatting with you at 866 277 4969. Do not forget the website, RadioHideout.com. Do not forget the live appearance, as I will be uh, having a live appearance as part of this uh, thing, getting you qualified for the trip for two to Mazatlan, Mexico, including airfare and hotel accommodations, getting qualified at each of the prelims, having the big finals, already have one uh, qualification at the... Uh, at the last gig this Thursday night from eight to nine o'clock, I will be at the JJ Muldoon's in Gaithersburg, Maryland. That's on Shady Grove Road. RadioHideout dot com has all of the information for you right
2: there. Rick Melissa is going to be out there. Show.
3: How you doing, EJ? <laughs> What's up, Rick? L A. Yeah, you know great. That would be if it was Eric. Don't beat L A. because you can't beat. Turn it down. <laughs> um, that would
1: be great if it was Eric in there though, Colin. <laughs> oh, wait a second though. We do have something sports related that we need to cover. Boy, I think Detroit matches up better. <laughs> um, Godsmack to sends me this. Uh, serious about my question. What league does El Jefe play for? When you get a chance, please answer. I play baseball in the Fairfax area. And would like to know if I have the chance of pitching at him. I mean, T.O. him. I don't know what T.O. means. Maybe to. it means strikeout. Oh, to him. Okay. Um, Not at him, to him. Oh, okay. I understand. Here's the thing. Uh, I play in the Washington D.C. National Adult Baseball Association. It's a wood bat league, and let me say this: I'll tell you this, God smacked. I don't know how we could line it up. I'll give you a prize if you could strike me out. I don't know how or where we can set this up. We can do it outside, probably. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I don't know. I, mean, well, I actually want to play with a baseball and a real bat. I don't strike out. I haven't struck out this season in 20 plus at bats. Yes. I mean, I've been thinking about this because I love baseball myself. And back in the day, I was pretty big in this area, at least yep. in high school Yeah, Punani. And uh... you're, you're big now in the hideout. Oh, that's true. Bat. But that's bad. You know. mm-hmm. But yeah, how about some stickball? Stickball with uh, tennis balls. I don't want to play stickball. I play baseball. Stickball is for children. Softball is for women. I play and, baseball uh, adult, with bat.
2: And adult leagues are for... Hangers on and people who are just cher- uh, cherishing their high school uh, their high school memories. Oh, uh, it can't be a fans of the game. People no. who love the game.
1: No. Why not? You, would you say that about people who play pickup basketball? And like people... football, yes. So you don't believe you believe honestly that when you graduate from high school or college, you're
2: what? no longer allowed to play a sport. Not not uh, not organized. What? Unless you're being paid to. Wow, that's an amazing stance.
1: I can't believe you would you would take that. Rick oh, thinks okay. same do. do. San Francisco, stop it already! You just, what you need to do is listen to Rick Blue and isolate some drops and just play the drops. And, but it's so much funner just to bring them up live, live. Like that matchup coming up. Oh, it's so funny, Eric. Call into Rick Blue right now. Yeah, and then we'll slam. We'll cast it. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. So there it is. That's the league I play in. Bow-wow Hell. So oh, But if you do set this up, I mean, give me some warning so I can. Uh... What position did you play? I was pitcher, shortstop, second base, that type of thing. I couldn't even imagine. You're so large. No, no, that was 50. No, you're,
2: you're a short stout.
1: Yeah, <laughs> short <laughs> stout. Short stout. <laughs> you're left out. <laughs> yeah, Dubs, I think you're just missed
2: because they don't have wrestling leagues. No, I, there's no way I can do wrestling anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. And they do have wrestling leagues. I could go and uh, do uh, freestyle wrestling any time. I could do it as well as I want to be.
1: That's stupid,
2: though. Wrestling isn't even really a sport. I mean, this oh, is, so? This is baseball. It's raw man-on-man contact. <laughs> Are you talking about the hideout? Yes. I'm talking about Tommy's usual weekend.
1: <laughs> okay, come on. Now I'm getting this. Does your baseball league play against retards and blind people? Yes, I would say to retards. Blind people know they're not allowed to play. Although, well, a retard hit a home run off you, didn't it? <laughs> yes, I talked about that. <laughs> and he wasn't technically retarded, but he was the guy who who shows up and he didn't even have cleats. He wasn't. He wasn't like his running shoes. He,
2: he was. He was a daredevil. Yeah, he was, he was. He was the the, the Jason, uh, Jason, Jason. Hamilton. Hamilton. These are guys that that worked at our old station.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's nothing worse. Then, and everybody could relate to this. You're playing the game. The guy comes there unprepared, doesn't have his cleats, barely has the uniform on. Just goes out there and swings the bat and hits a home run off of you.
2: I remember when this really really poor kid tried out for football and everybody was ripping on him because he didn't have cleats or even like athletic shorts. He had to come out in jean shorts and uh, regular shoes. And well, that means so he was he was practicing with uh, with um uh shoulder pads on and a helmet and uh, cut off jean shorts. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. I imagine him.
1: I imagine him being uh like 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 Tobias from Arrested Development. He was me. Oh, that was you? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Just chill. That's funny if you watch that show Arrested Development, by the way I'm very happy he got picked up for a second season. He's one of the non nudes, so he like he's never nude. And so even, like, underneath his underwear, he still has, like, the short jean cut-offs. <laughs> and you just never find him new. He's always got something on. And that's funny to think about. There was some kid who had to practice in that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's it's also sad, too, if yeah. that guy's poor. Oh, yeah, it was really sad, but, you know. This is just the guy who came unprepared in tennis shoes and hits a home run. And, by the way. And what? And hits a home run. What, what was he wearing? Tennis shoes. Tenny? Yeah. Tennis. It's tennis shoes. Not ten-y. You said tennis shoes. Whatever. So I'm from the South. So what? You can't even pronounce anything. You can barely speak. How are you going to get
2: on to me about my uh, pronunciation? Well, I mean, even if I can't speak, I can still point out your shortcomings. That's how I feel better.
3: God's back. You're in the hideout
2: on JFK. Hey,
3: what's up? I love the show, man. Thank and, you. Uh, I love a challenge. I'm the one I think you know, I am. I said, I never said I could strike you out. I just said I'd love to throw it to you. Really? That'd be awesome. I play in MSPL. Uh, I'm not familiar with your league. I'll have to look it up online. I played
1: in that one. That's the Metal Bat League. I yeah. played in that one last year. Are
3: you a good pitcher? Uh, no, not really. I just thought I'd love <laughs> an opportunity. I love playing ball, and I agree with you when you say uh, uh, stick balls for kids and softball's for girls.
1: And yeah, men play baseball. You really think it's sad to hold on... Because uh, I don't even think it's holding on. I think it's you enjoy the game and you continue to play the
3: game. Oh, dude. But first do you, chances, overhand pitching, fastball curve, sliders, head first sliding. It's the real uh, deal.
2: How much How much there. of uh, the glory days talk do you get when you're out there, though, talking about what, your past achievement? But you know what? You, that's actually something you don't do.
1: Exactly. Because then everybody goes. You're actually just kind of talking. To, it's more of the camaraderie of h- hanging out in the dugout, talking about chicks, Going and having other buddies to go to parties with and hang out at Hooters with. You know what it is, Dubs? You're jealous. (laughs) Because I have friends outside of the radio station. I don't care what friends you have.
2: You, on the other hand... You invite me out to these things. I choose not to go. Because you don't like people. You're right. that, That is true. And can you seriously, Godsmacks, tell them about it. just what it's like to
1: have a group of buddies. You're all hanging out, and you're just talking. You have friends, and you're playing ball.
2: It's the real deal. You bond. I mean, it's, it's not not, it's the not the real the deal. Game. The real deal is when you get paid. Now, dude,
3: I'm 40. I'm not going to get paid for playing ball at my age. Exactly.
1: You know, but we're still playing ball. And good for you, Godsmack.
3: Hey, y'all have a good evening. All right, brother. Bye.
1: Good for him. How dare you slap Godsmack. I mean,
2: seriously. What? I dare what? Smack him. Smack him? Mm-hmm. I'll smack him. I'll give him the D smack. So you you really, you would never
1: be a part of a team? You, you know what? You can barely be a part of this team. <laughs> I, honestly, I was thinking about this. You and I are friends. Yeah. And we're actually, we're best friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to say that now. You're my best friend. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad. But here's the other thing, though. You do not like hanging out with anyone. No,
2: I don't. You barely like hanging out with me. I have my select few people that I'll hang out with. Above that, I don't. Because here's the other thing. You don't even hang out with Bateman. I would, but it, it, his life is so much different than mine that there isn't a whole lot we could do together. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, I have no problem hanging out with Bateman, but where his friends, and that, his uh, current friends, now that take him, I don't go, you know? It, i i would be uh he he doesn't like uh to watch football if he would like to watch football I invite him over to watch the lions every weekend you you have that invitation too uh i, I actually I don't think I'll be working so that
1: would actually be kind of weird. yeah um hold on a second
2: getting see. the sunday ticket this year i i already ordered it. i ordered it yesterday oh did you really yeah. are you getting the dish or what yeah. good
1: for you man look at you getting that sunday ticket moving up in the world hey
2: uh Bateman hey there I think you only dialed two numbers. Let's try it again.
0: You have to type in three numbers for the ring. Shut up! That's why
1: I don't even like hanging out with Bateman. I wasn't even gonna say anything mean, but I can't even stand to be around the kid anymore. So, what's your problem with uh? Do you, do you feel left out because Dubs doesn't hang out with you ever?
3: No, I'm just wondering what you talking about my current friends.
2: No, no, you you have like a, almost like a singles crowd. You guys go to bars and everything, and. Me and my chick, we don't do that kind of thing. We don't go to bars that often. If we do go to bars, it's like one that we could walk
1: to. How many house parties do I have to invite you to, Dubs, for you to finally say yes? I'm not going to
2: a house party. Why not? Because that is even more sad than the adult league baseball. Hey, but his friend... <coughs> what?
0: What happened?
1: All right. I don't understand what happened. 866 uh, Here, All right, Dubs. And that was the other thing I was going to say too, over here uh, on the radiohideout.com, as I point to the computer screen. You don't even go there.
2: You don't even you don't even hang out with the people online. Oh, I I don't post, but I, I'm not there all the time. Oh, are you really? Yeah. I just wish you'd get more involved. I wish you'd try to become our friend. Because I, I am your friend. But because no nobody's everybody's friend, I'm, no. the, I'm the
1: fun loving clown. But you don't hang out with people. I mean, you don't think it's sad that you spent all week, all weekend just alone playing Madden? No, I had fun. You don't ever miss companionship? I have my girlfriend. (sighs) That's all you got? That's all I need. I couldn't imagine just only hanging out with one person, and that was it. I'm
2: at work most of the time. Who who here would you consider your friend? Uh, Everybody on the show I consider a friend. I consider... uh... Even Oddball? Yeah. Yeah. Oddball's a friend. I talked to him, you know, before this, uh, when he was running Sporting News, I'd always talk to him during the flip over and all that kind of stuff.
1: Besides me, who's your best friend here at JFK?
2: Besides you, who's? I don't know if I can Come on. determine a best friend. I'd have to say probably Cameron. Is? Like this. Cameron's your other, your other best friend. Yeah, I, I'm, but he's not a best friend. Yeah, you know, he's a good friend. Is he an acquaintance or a oh, friend? He, he's a good friend, but not a best friend. Like, I would never call him just to chat. You know? And what she would with a best friend. Who else? Alan. Alan's a good friend. <laughs> he makes me think that I'm his friend. He makes What's everybody you? think that.
1: He's so, he's so slick. He's such a scumbag. I'm just kidding. But seriously, I wouldn't trust him for two seconds. He's a good guy. Me him chat. I'm sure you do. Um, so, anyway, there it is, Dubs. You makes know. me feel at home. Whatever. Uh, did you see this on the uh uh it was like in a paper or something the top
2: twenty horror films did you get a chance to to, to check that out i perused it i don't i don't think i got the, i don't remember the the number one was blackula wasn't it <laughs> oh no, the number one was not blackula and seriously, why is it that constantly in the last like
1: two weeks, you've brought
2: up Blackula.
1: I don't know. Is it
2: because it's on TV One? I haven't watched it on TV One. Seriously, I I it just popped in my head one day that I I totally forgot about that movie and you and your fascination with Blackula. Seriously,
1: what what to you is the scariest movie of all time other than Blackula?
2: Scariest movie of all time would have to be. Cause yeah. I got the top 20 right here. I want to see where you would
1: fall into these. Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker.
2: The. What's that one? The Stephen King movie. No. Come on. Let's go with the real movies. You're not made for TV. No, that wasn't made for TV. Oh, wonderful. Um, Let's think here. The number one scary movie would have to be... Uh... (laughs) Hum. All right,
1: retard. I got to say, for me, there's no doubt for me that it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Growing up in Texas, there was... I mean... Whenever you drive through Texas, because like if you're not in a major city and you're driving, and especially if you're on one of the, maybe the back the back roads and you're trying to get somewhere, maybe visiting a cousin or something like that, that always pops into your head the image of the, the lonely house
2: and the slaughterhouses and Leatherface. You know, that that movie has to be so frightening to live in Texas. I was frightened of that movie when I lived in uh, Michigan. And you know, and if you were in Texas and you actually saw that kind of scenery wherever you went, mm-hmm. that just has to freak you out. And growing up too, you you always hear like it was real and it really happened and it happened
1: somewhere near Waco because of course all the crazy things in Texas for some reason happen near Waco.
2: Why does it, why is that? I always hear about like the weird news stories either happen in uh, in Florida or Waco. There's something 'cause because it's real like crazy religious.
1: Oh, is a very religious area. Yeah, and I don't know. The coops just tend to gather in Waco. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre was only number five on the top 20 horror films of all time. Where
2: did uh, Night of the Living Dead come in at? Number two. That was a good one. The I, original. I See, I can't really get into stuff that was that old. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was very low budget and old. But it was 74, and it was it still was- in color... It was in color, but it was it was low budget.
1: Yeah, and there's there was something cool about uh, the picking up the
2: hitchhiker. I don't know. You can just kind of get into the whole thing. How about Blair Witch Project? where that that come? From? <laughs> did you actually like that? The first time you see it, you, you know when there what the same thing when there's all these rumors out about it. You, it was a it was a really good scary movie, but after a while it just got very hokey and cheesy. Um, the other one of of note on the list that I guess number one by the way was Halloween. Halloween, that was it wasn't that scary though. I, mean, I I thought it was a really good horror movie though. I gotta ask though, where's like uh, Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, that those are those are comedy horror movies. Where's you know where's where's Nightmare on Elm Street? Those, that's another comedy horror. That's not a true horror movie. But in even sense.
1: but even the first one. Um, the first ones of both movies were they okay. were not comedy horror films. I'll give you. I that. would put them right there with Halloween. No,
2: eight six six two seven seven forty nine six nine. Not for the true, uh, you know, almost reality of what it could be. You know, because Jason, uh, well, Jason wasn't even the real killer in the first. No, one. it was the mom in the yeah, first the, one. I believe. Right, I'll, I'll give you.
1: Uh, and even two. Like here's the thing. I remember growing up as a kid, we would have Friday the Thirteenth marathons. And so my mom and I would go, and we'd get my couple of cousins, and we'd rent all the Friday the 13th. And I swear we watched, like, one through seven all in, like, one overnight. Yeah. And then we wrapped it up with Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
2: And it was, like, in the fourth grade. It was so much fun. How weird was it when, like, you know, you're used to seeing Jason in the mask and everything, and then you got the knapsack Jason, you know, where he's just got a a bag over his head. Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't very scared when I saw that, but when you know you put the 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 hockey mask on him. Now somebody says this. They say The Exorcist. Where's The Exorcist?
1: That's got to be the scariest movie, no question. The Exorcist was number eight. Really? And can I say this? I wasn't really all that impressed. I,
2: did you see it when it originally came out or, or, or when you were young it was a no I saw it actually it was for a um, a radio thing you see that,
1: we went to an old vintage theater we showed the Exorcist so I got to see it on the big screen in this old creepy theater
2: and it was again it, but if it was something you saw when it originally came out and before all this new scary technology came out you would have been freaked out yeah. I remember watching it when I was probably like four or five. Now let me say this though, I
1: may want to take that back because now that I think about The Exorcist, it was creepy when the little girl comes running down the stairs backwards with yeah. her head turned around, yeah. and she's just like eh, that did freak me out. And then when she, she ends up good. going number one, right there in yeah.
2: front of everybody, <laughs> that made me giggle. Yeah, that was. I, I was fun. scared, and then I giggled, and then I got turned on. Uh,
1: you know what? More than I now that I think about it, maybe The Exorcist was scarier than I thought, and that was based here, was it not? Yeah. I believe wasn't it Georgetown? Georgetown, okay, yeah. that's what people were saying it was. It was, um, it was stuff. And you know what? Bateman brings up a good point. The stuff that's, quote unquote, real life and feasible, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though it's based on Ed Gein. Yeah. Like, um, The, the Exorcist and stuff like that. That's what's more scary. to oh, me. Oh yeah. It, like you, demon stuff scares me way more.
2: Really? Like stuff that could involve demons. How about the uh, Amityville uh, movies? I don't know what that. Is. No, the 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 uh, the house of uh, the possessed house. You never watched any of those ones. You mean Ametville? Ametville? Is Amityville? Amityville? What Amityville. What is it? What is it, Eugene? Help Dubs out.
3: There, it's it was. a uh, shoes. Movie back in the seventies about vampires in this house.
1: What's going on, man? What's welcome to the hideout. What's
3: up, bro? Uh, is there this thirties movie called Nosferatu on there?
1: Um, let me see. No I one right.
3: Yeah, the silent movie. That was a really good one.
1: I don't believe that's on. No, it's not on the list. Did not make the top 20. And that but
3: list sucks.
1: Bride of Frankenstein's on here. All right. On that. Wasn't that with Gene Wilder? Or no? Maybe that's the other one. Maybe that was the comedy. All right. Thank you for that, Eugene. Um, Somebody brings up this one, the great one on the uh, AOL for Broadband, Instant Messenger, Poltergeist. That one was a scary movie.
0: Go into the lie, Carol Ann.
1: And I'll tell you this, too. Did you have a crush on Carol Ann when you were a kid? Oh, who didn't? Yeah, she was real cute, and then she died, and then it was just so sad. Carol Ann was dead. Can I tell you this too? I, I can't even believe. It. How about Sleepaway Camp? I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna admit to this. I was so taken with Carol Ann, and I was a little kid. I didn't know what was going on. I asked my mom when we were driving along. And I was thinking about Carol Ann being dead. And I was like, how long does a body take to decompose? Like maybe thinking of digging up Carol Ann and like propping her up. Maybe taking her on a date. And I was a kid, and I was thinking about this, and I'm, I'm not even joking. That was, like, for real. That's actually I thought are, I had.
2: Are you sure you weren't watching Weekend of
1: Bernie's? No. Stop it. And the, the Midget, too. But you know what? Even, like, Exorcist, uh, or not Exorcist, Poltergeist 2, mm-hmm. wherever they're, like, in the hotel or whatever,
2: those were scary movies. Those God. were really scary. But, again, I think they're grabbing a bunch of these on uh, believability. The Evil Dead? Evil Dead's on there? Number 12. The, the, the original one was more of a horror film than a uh, comedy horror, and it was scary if you were young, but I don't know how scary it was if you're an adult. Alien. Alien. That was that was a rough one to get through. Psycho.
1: The Haunting. These are just some of the movies. You know what? When I was a little kid, I will tell you this. the An American Werewolf in London, that one did freak me out.
2: You know what? I've never seen that
1: one. I saw that one in the movies. And that one scarred me as a little kid. And in fact, I was so scared to go see the new one that came out because they did it like three, four years ago. Yeah, with, uh, what was his name? So sorely disappointed. And I, uh, yeah, I just wasn't into it. All right, hold on. House of the Dead. Hey, <laughs> what is this about the Poltergeist curse theories? There's just a whole bunch of things that little blonde girl died, and then Dominic Dunn.
2: Oh yeah, the, everybody on that uh, on, from that movie is like, you know, died basically. But Craig T. Nelson is still around. Well, it's good. Oh, you can't kill Coach. No,
3: screws that. But uh, and then in one scene they had uh, skeletons, and
0: it turned out that it was real human skeleton remains.
1: I don't even remember this. I watch too much E Hollywood. Stories. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. And that's where it's all from? I love
3: this.
1: Have they have they remastered any of these and put them out on DVD and stuff like that? Maybe add stories from the cast?
0: Uh, not that I know of. And also, the the old guy was dying of cancer when he was filming that. And he, like, knew he was dying and everything. And, I don't know, it was just very kind of creepy how everyone died and using real skeletons and everything. And...
1: I don't You know what's also scary, too? You go out. We were smoking outside, Dubs. And you look outside, and the moon's out. And he's just like, what, there's some crazy stuff going on right now, I bet. you think vampires are real? No. Oh, you don't? No. What do you think, Bateman?
0: I think there are people that think they're vampires.
1: But you don't think they're actually vampires? No. Are Dracula movies scary to you? What about Van Helsing? Is that scary?
0: I never even saw that. No. Oh, it just came
1: out. I'm looking after that one. That may be next. <laughs> Is that supposed to be even a horror movie? I don't think so.
2: No. <laughs> I think it's just an action play.
0: Did you see The Ring?
2: Yeah, the ring wasn't bad. Actually, uh, Ringu or whatever it was is on there. Okay, the
1: original, the one about that, the what was it, Japanese or the Chinese version? Yeah. That the ring was based on? Yeah, it's number seven. So it actually beats The Exorcist. What about Fear.com?
2: Have you seen I, that one? I didn't think that was scary at all. <laughs> oh, have I you laughed. seen it, though? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's one that I always, I'm walking in the movie store, I'm thinking, hmm, Fear.com, that may be a good one.
2: Everybody was telling me it was scary and everything. I'm like, all right, I'm going to check it out. I laughed my way through it. All right. Is there something on fear.com right now? Could we go there? I'm sure.
1: All right. Bateman, I want you to go to fear.com and tell me what Why happened.
3: do I have to die for this show?
1: <laughs> Seriously, I'm afraid to type it in. Go to fear.com. Just type it in and see what happens. <laughs> you guys are such fussy. Come on. Will you do it real quick? It, this is like nothing. It's,
0: it's a bunch of crap.
1: There's nothing there? It, it's, it, don't look
3: at it. Is don't this, look at it.
1: Is it about the movie? No. Come on, dude. Look at it.
3: I'm looking. <laughs> Look, zebras are just horses in disguise. Agree or disagree.
1: Oh, so it's just like it's not even something real? Oh, keep on going through it. Go down. Okay. Click here.
3: SpongeBob will come to life and rule the world.
1: Agree. <laughs> Agree? Are we taking a survey now? Yeah. Is that what was on fear.com? What was on fear.com in the movie?
2: I think it was something like that where, you know, you're answering these questions and then it just flashed at you
1: and then... And then you die, and you need right. to, like freeze up, like in the ring, or your lot, li- your soul gets sucked out. I forget what happened. Like what, what would happen to you when it? Should we put a link to fear. dot com and radiohideout.com okay. We can't afford to lose any listeners, though. That
3: that the golf lifestyle somehow is the right one. Agree or disagree?
1: Are you gonna die soon? I don't
3: know, bro. I hope. I hope so. See yeah. This
1: misery. <laughs> He's such a sad sack. All right, fine. Going back a couple of stories, uh, chicks that are mixed are hot. Uh, okay, thank you for that one. And then also, too, wasn't the scariest movie Dub saw
2: for the home movie of his mom naked? <laughs> Where- I never got to actually the nudity, but we knew what was coming. <laughs> Where Mull and Joe had the video camera out, and then we were on the verge of seeing uh, Fowlerville Sex. And somebody else brings up, too. My mom's pissed at you, too, for saying that uh, this. that's where I get my winning person, uh, her, My winning personalities from her.
1: Oh, did you talk to Because we had Doves' mom on at the end of the show on
2: Friday. And the funny thing is she thought it was you, but it was me who said that. And I just let her think that it was you. Was she mad because we called her that late? I don't know why you call me that late. I, I just fell asleep. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Um, Dubs really sounds like he's under his chick's foot every day Is he the man
2: in the relationship? No, I'm not, and I don't mind being under a foot Yeah, he's completely not at all
1: All Alright, there we go, there's your Memorial Day hideout show I'm Ojefe, that is J-Dubs, and And that's Rick Ballew Fox Boys (laughs) (laughs) He's coming up next, hanging there with him uh, more Girls Gone Wild DVDs to give away this week, including a, a couple of great interviews that we have lined up for you as well. And don't forget that Death Source will be on on Friday. Getting the tattoo of Rodimus Prime smoking co- or uh, snorting coke, thanks to our buddies over at Honky Tonk Tattoo. There's a link for that on RadioHideout.com. JJ Muldoon's Thursday night, eight to nine, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Get there, you qualify for the trip. To go to Mazalan, Mexico. Thank you for everybody for playing. Whose weekend was it? And happy Memorial Day. And thank you so much to the current veterans who are alive for serving our country. And uh, take, take some time just to, to remember those who have given their life uh, for the United States of America and for our freedom. Until next time, meaning tomorrow at 11 o'clock, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
0: Kareem Rush also at
2: All right. Sit back now and wait. Game one Sunday. All right. All right. I'm on the gay side. Kareem
0: Rogers. We
1: apologize. There as well. Rick. agent that can help reduce the stress of selling real estate. Century 21. Of-
3: Don't
2: laugh. I'm on the gay side. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin.
0: Oh, God, no. No, Batman.
2: Hi, right, this
3: is Troy. Hey, tune in to The Hideout with F.A. and J-Dub. This is Brent from Washington Redskins. I'm not
0: interested.